hello, hello. It's another Tuesday morning. I'm riding solo today because this is a special time of year. This is Black History Month. And me and my boy Jalen decided to do something a little bit different. But first, I would like to say welcome back to Been There, Done Dad. If you don't know what we do, we're two black dads just trying to talk about how we make it in this world. Um... But these episodes, the next couple episodes, are going to be dedicated to the black folk that we admire, that we see ourselves in, we see our brothers and sisters, we see our children and, you know, something that we can see our children becoming. Um, But without further ado, this is my three African-American heroes. Now, this is going to be a little bit of a a cheat. My first are a set of twin brothers, Arthel and Darnell Isom, are co-founders of DR Shitigil. She, she, Sorry, I, I probably destroyed that name. Excuse me for the pronunciation. I should be better at this. But anyway, they are co-founders of the first black-owned studio in Japan for anime. Um, They have been working together for years, um, putting their fingerprints on different projects such as Seven Deadly Sins, Fire Force, High School DxD, um, just to name a few. But they're paving a way for and and making excuse me making a home and a spot for black and african american artists and minority artists um they don't just you know it's not just black people working for them they have a slew of people working for them but they are two men who are out here attempting to be seen to have another footprint in an art form that I know we all love and to be able to have that as a black man I I, I feel very very humbled and, and thankful that we are we have a sense of inclusion. It's hard. And I know this, in just like America, um, Jap- Japan has a, a, a kind of stigma against uh, African Americans to an extent um, when it comes to dating. But that's neither here nor there. Um, it's it's good to know that we have we we have a foothold now um, in the industry that I know. A few of my friends that I grew up with um, wanted to be, I mean, just to name a few, or one that many of you might know, his name is Aries Vieira. Um, Been drawing since I've known him, since the day I met him, I remember him drawing. And what it would be to, to, I mean, what what it shows that he has a, a chance to becoming 
something more than what he's doing now. Uh, he's, his artwork is amazing. If you ever get a chance to look at it, he's grown so much in, from high school to now. So, but getting back to it, um, the brothers, <clears throat> they founded their studio in 2016. And the the words shit tajio is a play on words with both English and Japanese to reflect their commitment towards building a strong foundation centered around their artists and clients. Shitaji Gadaiji, the foundation is important, is the original phrase that they were seeking to build upon while they conveyed Sutajio, the Japanese word for a studio. So, putting those together, Shitajio. I guess I got better. Um, and if you even look them up on their their website, Dart Sitajio, they have where you can even start a project with them. They have services, a portfolio. They have a, their own blog. Um, but the people and the things that they do and touch um, have helped a grand scheme and a grand line of, of things and, and given an ability to show the artwork and the foundation that we all love in anime, but not just done with, you know, homegrown anime, uh, homegrown Japanese people, but showing that black people and people of color can do it too. So I wanted to give them a shout out in this moment. They are the first in my three African-American heroes. Now, getting into number two is a single person. Um, now, y'all know you guys know that I'm from Los Angeles, California. Born, not raised. Um, but I had to have a hero from Los Angeles. Um, and his name and, you know, something. I don't know if you guys watched the Super Bowl over the weekend. Um, but Viola Davis had a, a little excerpt before the, the Super Bowl started where she was talking about the Jackie Robinson of football. Who was the person to break break through that color barrier for football? Now, she went through the whole history where black people were actually a part of the NFL at its onset. But um, some years in, you know, the, the owners decided they were going to do some hush-hush deal, taking all black people out of it. Where this man comes in, his name is Kenny Washington, Kenneth S. Washington. He was born in Los Angeles, California, in August thirty first, nineteen eighteen, and it was his play, it was his abilities, his grit, his determination, and his wit of the mind that allowed him to push that barrier back to allow us as a people to be seen for not just um, our hard work, 
but our athleticism, our our strength and determination, and when anybody who knows football and, and loves football, aside from the guys that say it's rigged, um, believe that it's one of the biggest team sports that anybody could ever be in, um, a part of. No one person can really turn the tides of a game like that. Like we saw this weekend with with Patrick Mahomes. Everybody said he he's the man and he can't do it by himself. But one man was able to change the perception of the black football player. Um, when he, he went to college in UCLA, so L.A. through and through. But his abilities and his stamina, his, his swagger, you know, he was a good-looking guy, um, left a legacy for countless black people, countless Afro-Americans, and even some um, um, other minorities to be seen as not just black, not just white, but equals on that playing field. Because it doesn't really matter, like black, white, Puerto Rican, when you're playing, you know, a hard-hitting sport such as football. It, it, your color's not going to get you nowhere. It's not going to make you stronger. It's not going to, it is what is next to you that matters. And Kenneth S. Washington is a man that paved that way for players like Antonio Brown, Deshaun Watson, uh, if you even want to go to um, the original LT, my LT, LaDainian Tomlinson, he paved the way. It was him that was able to break those barriers. So thank you, Mr. Kingfish. Now, this last one might be just a tad, tad bit controversial. Um, <clears throat> her name is Lisette Litre Montgomery. Um, she is an American video game artist and designer. She worked with Backbone Entertainment, Ubisoft, Double Fine Productions, but she also works with EA Games. And as much as I I love I love Ubisoft, I, I heard of a couple of Backbone games, you know, in back of my head, but. EA Games just leaves me a little bit of a, a tiny, tiny dead with taste in my mouth. But neither here nor there. Lisette Leachery Montgomery, born June 21st, 1977, is one of the first black women, not the first, but one of the first black women to break into the video game industry with with her artistry, with her programming skills. Um, and it was said that after seeing Toy Story 
that made her want to become a video game or or, or a 3D designer. Um, and it's it's women like her that make me look at my daughter. And I'm like, you know, you can be whatever you want to be. Even if you want to go to, like, the Kamala Harris. Like, you, you, there's no boundary for anything that you ever want to believe that you can do. If you want to be a video game designer, there are people who have paved that way for you. to. So it's not just, you know, a red herring or, or something... Something that you don't see often. She is. Mm. And this woman in particular. She's worked on. Um, Dante's Inferno. I know I have a lot of friends that love that game. She's worked on Tiger Woods PGA Tour. Sorry. I like that game. Uh, I'm a little bit of a fan of. Of, uh, of, of golf. Um, the Simpsons game. One of those under the radar kind of games that um, you see YouTubers like to play going back into, you know, the Nintendo 64, PlayStation era, um, PS3. I can't remember what system it was on, but neither here nor there. You have the three people, well, four technically, people that I've chosen all have one thing in common is they broke boundaries that were ahead of them that they saw something and saw not maybe at the time you know you don't believe you, you don't know that you're breaking history or you know it, it's you know it's the first people are going to remember this but how are people going to remember this how is history going to remind yourself of you um like hamilton history has his eyes on you what is it going to say about what it saw. Um, and I believe. That there are people. That will go and look. For people who look like them. And see these people. The Eason brothers. Kenny Washington. Miss Montgomery. Leitre Montgomery. Sorry. They, they will see these people. And they will understand. That. They can be something more than just flipping burgers. Just what they, what society says they can be. You can be anything as long as you're willing to put the work in for it. Man, that's powerful. Just feel that 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 emotion, like you can be anything. There's nothing stopping you. Not black, white, Puerto Rican, anything can stop you from being what you want to be. You just have to put the work in. Man. But those are my three. Let me know in the comments or if you if you have three of your own. Let me know. But this has been Jacob with Been There, Done That. Checking out.